on the radio today To turn it up, it's time to get on with the show On 98.7 ESPN Radio And a good afternoon, everybody. This is indeed the Michael K. Show. We thank you for joining us on this Monday. It's February 5th, 2024. Michael K., Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg with you. And we're going to take you to 6.30 and entertain you in the best way possible. Going to make you laugh, going to make you think, going to make you cry. All those things. Cry? Yeah. Yeah, there'll they'll be, they'll be some crying today. You know, I had a lot of tears last night. Why? The Grammys. Joni Mitchell. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was really nice. Uh, the Tracy Chapman thing got me. I thought that was wonderful. So so the, the thing is, uh, people said that about Tracy. Like, that song just evokes emotion. Mm-hmm. But she didn't make me sad or anything. She looked good. Yeah. A little gray, but she looked, she looked and sounded great. Right. But Joni Mitchell... The, the fact that it was her first time, the fact that she's in her 80s, and then the, like the words to the song were so heartbreaking and emotional. Oh, so it was a moment in time. A moment in time. Another moment in time was what happened Saturday at the Garden, <laughs> and that'll be our jumping off point today. Um, and it was reported by our good friend, Wynn Horace in Space, that at the, the post-game uh, on-court interview, LeBron kept wiping his face with a nick towel. And that he did that on purpose to put pressure on the Lakers to make a deal to make the team better. Listen, the the only superstars that I deal with that that I actually have, you know, it's important that I have a relationship with them is Peter and Don. Thank you. But, like, that's going to scare the Lakers? I mean, the Lakers just tell, go, go crap in a hat. You're going to wear a Nick towel and that's going to scare Jeannie Buss into making a deal? And Rob Palenka into making a deal? I don't get it. And again, LeBron has proven over and over he's not a good GM. He's not a good judge of talent. He's a great, great basketball player, one of the greatest who ever lived. But what deal does he want them to make? Does he want them to trade Austin Reeves? Is that what he wants? I don't know, but I also think there's something he enjoys trolling Nick fans and the Knicks in general. You know, coming in with the orange sneakers and he's got the Nick. You tell me the Lakers don't have towels? Of Only the Knicks they have do. towels. Come on, give me a break. But why does he have to feel like he, he's going to do that? And this is why there's a lot of Nick fans, Michael. I talk to them, I hear them on the air. They don't want any part of LeBron James. They want to do this on their own. You had your chance, LeBron. You could have came here 10 years ago, decided not to do it, and now we're good. But why does he always, and I still believe it was a troll job. You can tell me whatever you want. Uh, of all the places that LeBron James could have made the announcement, it's got to be in Greenwich, just stone's throw from their practice facility and where they fly for road games. Get everybody to believe he was going to go to the Knicks. Why does he feel like he's got to troll the Knicks? Because I think they're, I, I, listen, I, I can't speak for him, but I truly believe that he, there's a part of him that wants to play for the Knicks. That always thought it was intriguing. And so he, he, he continues to string them along. Now, I disagree with Nick fans because you saw in Saturday's game, if you watched it, all the injuries that they have right now is eventually going to affect them. They have beaten up on all the bats. I think they're 21-1 and against teams under 500. Exceptional. And they've beaten good teams of late as well. 
But the Lakers came in with a brilliant defensive game plan. They kept doubling Brunson, making him work doubly hard to get open, get a shot, and it all fell apart in the second half. The Knicks couldn't hit a shot. You see Josh Hart is exhausted. You see DiVincenzo got a little tired, wasn't great from outside either, and they lost a game that would have made it 10 in a row. So if you ask me, would I take LeBron now? Yeah, because I don't know if Julius Randle's coming back. I have no idea. Well, we'll reevaluate in two to three weeks. And even if Julius Randle was coming back, I'd still want LeBron James. You see how he played that night? I know, but it, but I can understand Nick fans saying, "Real, I, I don't want it to be about him because then that championship, this special championship that has eluded the Knicks since 1973, now becomes just the LeBron James show. One of the things that's great about this Nick team is they're gelling as a team, even though Brunson is a star. They're, they're doing it as a team. It's a likable team. And then this feels like, well, i, I got to hitch my wagon to LeBron James, the guy I've hated for two decades, and now the only way we can get over the top is with him. And then it becomes LeBron James's team. I, I can see a Knicks fan saying, no, as much as I want a championship, and I guess I'll, I'll, I'll live with one with LeBron James. Boy, wouldn't it be nice to do it without him? But, but Don, I, I would buy that if this was a homegrown team. Jalen Brunson's a free agent. J- J- Julius Randle's a free agent. They traded for Hart. They traded for Ananobi. No, they, they, a free agent. There's not a homegrown player other than the kids off the bench. So, no, that, that shouldn't be it. You want a championship, you get a championship. It, but it's not about the homegrown. It's just about that this team, it, it's, it's a team. It's gelling together. A bunch of likable guys. And then, then if LeBron James comes here, then it's the LeBron James show. And then everybody else is now riding the coattails of LeBron James. It's no longer Brunson's team anymore. It's no longer Randall's team. It's now LeBron James and the Knicks. And I can understand a Knicks fan being irritated by that. Yeah, they'll take the championship, Peter. But do you see what I'm saying? That it becomes, it's, it's, it's the LeBron James show. And I think it takes away from really what makes this Nick team a lot of fun and easy to root for. Uh, yeah, Wouldn't I, you rather win the championship without him? No, I, I'd uh, rather win a championship. Uh, uh, he also made it like extra annoying this weekend by pulling such a troll job right now. I wonder how that makes Knicks fans feel. Like, but was he trolling Knicks fans or was he trolling the Lakers? It feel. Here's the thing. They say he tra- was trolling the Lakers. Doesn't it feel like a troll to Knicks fans though too? Well, that, that's the that's the byproduct of it, right? You're in you're in Madison Square Garden where you never lose. What is it like? Twelve of the last thirteen times he's played at the Garden, he's won. How much were the Knicks favored that night? I don't know if they were favored. I, I don't know. Well, they probably were favored. It had to be by a few points at least. Listen, they had a six point lead going to the fourth quarter. Oh, look, the golden. So now you lose that lead. You lose the game. Then there's LeBron with a Nick a Nick towel draped around him. He's wearing the orange sneakers coming into the building. It just feels like, I'm sorry, Michael, even if it's not intentional to Nick fans, the Nick fans are the ones that feel it. They feel that heat from him. And they're like, I, I don't I don't need this. I mean, I, I'm, I would be on board with, with a Nick fan having that opinion. Well, the, my worry with the Knicks is watching that game, a well-coached team with length, because the Knicks have so much length now um, that that's sitting down, including Mitchell Robinson. I, 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 Achua's played well, but Ananobi is out. We don't. And if you look at the history of Ananobi, and this is not not anything, I, he doesn't play seventy games a year. He's just not that guy. He's not. He's not Julius Randle. He's kind of like the the anti Julius Randle. So they are going to get worn down. They are going to get worn down. And if you and, and thirty times, by the way, thirty times, Jalen Brunson was double teamed. 
Mm. They, and the, I mean, the, the presence of Anthony Davis underneath, all the shots that he blocked, all the shots that he altered, and you could see the fatigue on the Knicks. It finally got him in the fourth quarter. As Don said, they went into the fourth quarter leading. Uh, I talked to somebody who was at the game. He said that there was such electricity in the crowd before the game, he couldn't believe it. He just couldn't believe how great it was. But then the bottom line is they fell apart in the fourth quarter. You can't knock them. They just won nine in a row. Right. But I'm afraid... It's a little bit of a window in what could happen if you don't start getting the, the injured players back. By the way, Gordon Damer reached out five and a half. The Knicks were favored by all right. Thank you, Gordon. But there's other options. There's other guys that they can go out and get, right? DeRozan is out there that they can go out and get. Murray. There's 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 things that they can do that's got to be LeBron James. No, it doesn't have to be, but, uh, I mean, who's moving the needle the most? But what are you worried about moving the needle? You're talking about no, trying no, no. to... It's, it's moving the needle to win. LeBron James is a great player still. You don't see that there could still be a problem. Part of the reason this team is so good is the cohesion. And now he comes in, and now he demands the ball. I don't, I I just, there's also an avenue it just doesn't work. It just doesn't fit. It seems attractive because it's LeBron James. But he's older, and he's just, he's going to command the ball. It just becomes a different team. Well, I mean, but when you have a good coach there, uh, a strong-willed coach like Thibodeau, and then you've got Jalen Brunson, who is the running the team. I mean, LeBron has to come in realizing it's going to be a little different. But he's still LeBron James. He's going to command the ball in big spots, which is what you want. He's going to be able to hit a big shot. You know, at 40 years old, he was still he was hitting big shots in the fourth quarter. I, it's beyond me why Nick fans wouldn't want the guy. And is it's it beyond, really though? Yeah, I, it really I'm, I'm is. surprised by it. Is it really beyond you? It's beyond you, me. I mean, you might disagree with it, but be, I don't. Yeah, but I don't get it. I don't well, because you're listen, not a I fan. Disagree, I, I'm, a, I'm a Nick fan. I don't. Why, LeBron James is one of the greatest players of all time. I, he's not a has been, even though he's 40. He plays like he's great. Why wouldn't you want him on your team? Because I don't. I hear you. There's just sometimes Don's right. I mean, the fact that he had the opportunity so long. Listen, we should ask. The, we should be talking to fans all day about this, right? We can get their take. But I understand why you 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 had this moment where you dragged it out and ultimately passed on them. Then you've done nothing but torch them whenever you're here for years. Then you come back and you sort of troll and toy with them again. And now we hear it's because really wasn't even about the fact that he might want to go to New York, just wanted to mess with L.A. I could see why a fan would say, you know what, I'm good. I'd rather get it on my own than with LeBron. Why they think it would feel cheaper to get it with LeBron than get it on their own. I get it. But isn't it interesting, the story that Stefan Bondi um, wrote late last week, the Knicks have patched things up with clutch sports. Supposedly, yeah. I mean, the avenue is there to get them. If that's true, that's right. The avenue is there to get him. So, uh, you know, we, we've got phone calls lined up right now. It seems like everybody doesn't want LeBron. I, I don't get it. Uh, so, you, you wouldn't want to date Cindy Crawford? What, well, did Cindy Crawford diss me? Well, what, what did he diss? He went to Miami. It worked out for him. Had the choice. You wanted to be with me. You decided to go be with a, a, fr- a friend of mine. Right. We're with them for a while. Right. You know, in my then, backyard. then you went back to your ex. Right. Hung out with them for a while. Then you said, you know what? I'm interested. So went and dated someone else for a while. And then you come on back and you go, maybe I'll date you. And you go, you know what? I'm good. But but, but I'm good. <laughs> but think about it. The times he had the chance to go to the Knicks, the Knicks were like prime bad Don. You mean repugnant? Well, yeah, repugnant. I mean, so he wasn't, I mean... Miami, at least, there was like some kind of framework of of making it work, and then he brought you know he brought along Bosch, and then Wade was there. Well, what was he joining with the Knicks? He could have figured it out. Trust trust me, they would have become a destination if he was here. 
You so he, he, you wanted him to turn down South Beach and no tax. If you wanted to be here. Well, maybe he wanted to be in Miami. Are you, but he, okay. Well, maybe, but if he wants to be here now, listen, I sure, love, Cindy. Listen, I love Miami. But if they offer me afternoon drive in Miami, but do, I'm but, staying in New York. But don't you see how delicious it could be? I understand it's a risk. He didn't want you. You were a pug. Didn't want to go to the Knicks. Didn't have a chance to win with the Knicks. Didn't want to pay the taxes. Now, all of a sudden, you're getting towards the end. And you realize you're not going to be able to win with the Lakers. And you take a look at the landscape and go, boy, the Knicks all of a sudden look attractive. And for the Knicks to go, no, we're good. You don't believe how awesome that would be for Knicks fans to say, now finally it's come full circle, and now we're good enough for you. But now we're like, nah, I think there's other options. We can do better elsewhere. We're good. So here's LeBron. He was asked about that hourglass tweet that he had last Thursday. Now, the trade deadline is this Thursday. So we were all trying to wonder, you know, he, he, he's cryptic. He wants everybody He wants everybody to pay attention to him. And this is what he said about the tweet. There's a lot of speculation about what your tweet meant with the um, hourglass emoji. Do you want to clarify? Original. I know I'm deaf, uh, yeah. but did you guys understand? I, not a word. Well, not why a word. was that? Why was that even up there? I mean, we no couldn't idea. understand it. No idea. I heard a bunch of ba- basketballs and people murmuring. <laughs> that was. Not, I, that didn't even that sound like unbelievable. LeBron. How bad that was. <laughs> we've, we've See, played, I apologize to everybody and their family that's listening. Well, we've played a lot of bad audio over the years. Wow, the, that might be at the top. The, <laughs> so, what did the hourglass emoji mean? We still don't know. Unbelievable. He said he didn't want to talk about it, through, but he spoke in basketball. So you understood? I don't know. No, I was told oh, in the room. Right. Maybe there's another speaker. How did you hear that? Is it because you have 30-year-old ears? Are we just old men? No. They, they said, so, do you want to clarify your tweet? No. Another question. And at the end, he also says no. It, most of it is the reporters asking oh, him questions, very he long says no. questions, and he says no twice. So I could have just articulated that rather than play inaudible but, sound. But the, what enhanced it was we're talking perhaps. about basketball and we heard basketballs dribble. That's one of the things. The NBA's got to figure it out. But talking to these guys while people are dribbling, it's it's the worst. It's not selling your product or your story. <laughs> how has it still been? How and, it, and it's no. been. It's, I'm sure you heard the same sound of Clyde Frazier dribbling, and you're trying to interview Bill Bradley. I mean, what are we it, doing, Michael? It, it's 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 because they don't care about the media. Because the same thing happens in hockey. We go to the morning skate, and I'll, we'll get Peter Laviolette. And we'll talk to him, and he's standing right next to the skate sharpening machine. So, so we'll <laughs> always That's get, not so, even trying, So, uh, Quickie's going to start... It's like, what do we... There's no place else. It's a huge arena. Go anywhere. you got to stand next to the skate sharpening machine. you got to stand next to where 50 people are dribbling basketball. What they're not saying even is, we don't care about you. We, we're obligated to do this because the league tells us so, but the league doesn't tell us where we have to stand. So let's stand next to the the dribbling basketballs and the skate start sharpening machine. And all they do is walk in the tunnel. Go anywhere. Right outside, anywhere. The, right outside the locker room. Anywhere. There's two skate sharpening machines, one for each team. Right. Okay? They don't take up the whole arena. Also, why, why do they interview these people on the court when people are dribbling? I don't ever want to have another on-court interview on the show again. If I do the show 10 more years, if I ever hear another on-court interview, I'm walking out. You're out. I, by the way, I respect this. I'm walking out. I'm out. Dribbling. That's it. Yeah. 
So you dribble, dribble. It happens in baseball too on post game shows. And you, you're trying to interview people, and they got music blasting. Oh, that some was, of it rap oh, yeah. too. Some of it with curses, and you you can't put it on the air if if somebody's oh f this f that. You walk into a baseball club. I mean, you club. can't just walk on. You can't turn the music off until the interviews are over. But play? No, they don't care. <laughs> they do not care. But it sells the sport. But, but no, but don't you see? They, players don't care about that. Coaches don't yeah, care about that. Yeah, but the organization that. should. No, care. but the organization only cares about what. The league tells them the mandate is they have to speak, but they don't. They can control it by irritating you to where maybe you won't ask anymore. Well, I'm irritated now. Here's let, let's listen to Don's new sound. Zing. That that could that is a little. <laughs> then, we'll, we'll see. There's that a lot of use for that. Let's go to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Carl in Queens. Carl, start it off. Peter, Don, Michael, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, Both the great Dave Rothenberg. We all made it to another Monday and we're not dead. That's great. That's Is right. that what Rothenberg had, says? He said it on the open this morning, yes. Wow. <laughs> uh, I have a quick funny question about the Super Bowl, if you'll allow me after my LeBron point. Of course. But there are only two negatives that I can think of about bringing in LeBron. One, he is a great facilitator, right? He put it on display quite clearly at MSG Saturday night. But we already have our own great facilitator in JB. The second one being he locks in on defense when he chooses. And he did in the fourth quarter against us. But that's not really going to fly with Tibbs. But so Carl, even though Carl he's highly, 40 years old. I mean, Michael Jordan did right. the same thing. No, I get it. No, no, and I understand. But he, Mike, in the fourth quarter, he locked down you know Brunson. But I was going to say, even though it's highly unlikely, but I just don't understand how there's so many Knicks fans who are against bringing him in. I'm truly amazed by it. It's odd. It's um, Don maybe had the best explanation. I'm not quite sure. What was your point about the Super Bowl, Carl? Okay, I have a buddy who's a huge Niners fan. He called Pat Mahomes sus a week ago, so I decided to send him every day in our group chat a shirtless picture of Mahomes for the past week. Do I stop or do I go on? But why would well, you stop? Well, why, he called him sus, and you're sending a dad bod picture to him. I don't get it. So you kind of I'm I'm, I'm I'm saying he's going to wreck the Niners. Yeah, but but you're sending him dad bod pictures. It's not like he's ripped. So you're probably playing into his narrative, Carl. Well, he, no, even more so, it's going to be better when he does it. Oh, I see. So you want to say, look at this guy with no definition. He's going to crush you. Okay. Everybody gets their jollies in different ways. I feel bad for Patrick Mahomes. He's got, like today, they meet the media. He's got to talk about his dad. It's Third it's, DUI. It's not what you want. Now, I will say this. I did not know that Pat Mahomes Sr. had previous DUIs. Right. He just comes off as someone as who would have DUIs. Does that make sense? He whenever I see last him, he's got years, a, he was very slurry. He's got a he's got a very like you know, but he also seems very likable, like a fun guy. Here's my question: Obviously, he has an alcohol problem. I think that's a safe thing to assume. This is just me assuming that, but you're so rich now, man. Just just pay well, for a car service. Rich. His son's rich. You well, think, I, Michael, he, he's a major league baseball. First of all, he was a major league baseball. Well, well, you go look up. I, I bet you he didn't make tremendous amounts of money. He also has a divorce in two thousand six. Okay, I think right, Patrick. Up, I think I think Patrick Mahomes is taking care of. There him. are a lot of kids that don't take care of their. He's parents. not a. Have strange. you ever? Have you given a dollar to mom and dad? No. So there you go. And if, you're doing great. It, he there. He's not estranged though. He's around. He's with him all the time. Just you know, you know what? Fine. 
Does he have to take care of Jackson Mahomes too? You're not. Yeah, probably. You're not rich. You, 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 your son's rich. So you, what do you do? I'm drunk. I'm texting Patrick, and he's gonna send me a limo. Patrick, send me a car. So you're in Texas, and you're going to text Kansas City, and Pat's gonna have to like Uber you somebody. It's it's not for it's not what you want, but rather than risk it all the week before the Super Bowl, I I, I agree. But you know, I mean, of so- course, you could get your own Uber. I'm saying if he's down on his luck. He's hit, he's hit hard times, and he can't afford a Lyft or an Uber. They're expensive these days. I get it. Although, he, where was he in Texas? Some outpost. It was an $8 Uber, no matter where he was, okay? It, it, come on, man. That's inexcusable. What are we, what are we looking at? I'm, I'm still looking, earnings. because every time you do it, I'm just going to have to go to baseball. My reference, guess, what, years, what, wait, what was his last year in the league, you think? I don't know. O- 03? If his last year in the league was 03, my guess is- 30 for, million. Not even. I think a little less than that because he wasn't a great player, right? He was okay. He was uh, 15, out of the I'll call fifteen mil. I think you're a little short. Really? And I also think you're wrong on this. The <laughs> 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 okay, jokes. Right. He was calling Woo! me short. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Oh wow. I nailed it. Ninety-two to two thousand and three. So salary information. You know, this could take us time. Yeah. This is, this Everyone, is settle good. back. Don's looking at a computer. <laughs> That's well, Don's it, brain it, it working. It doesn't say on baseball records. You're, you're, you're not looking at the right thing. Peter gets it all the time when he looks. You, you want me to? Well, for current player, but it says contracts, and I and I, I punched it up, and it doesn't. Uh, have... I call up Paul O'Neill right away. I know he made sixty-two million dollars. You've done that before. Yeah. I can tell. Well, nobody else is chiming in. Well, well, the hard the hard thing is that it goes right to Patrick Mahomes. But I went to Baseball Reference. Where did it go in Baseball Reference? I see something that only says two point six million. That can't be right. Anthony has something that says two point six million. I mean, Peters made that. All right, well, that is the first thing that comes up according to Sports Kita. They're not reliable. All right, Pat Mahomes on the baseball circles uh, uh, history. I'm going to figure this out now that we've really committed to this subject. Okay. Wow. While you're doing that, let me read about. All right, I got time. it. All right, what is it? Wow, his max salary. The, his his salary highest salary was seven fifty. He made it. Of, you know who he made it with? The Mets. You know who gave him the most money? The Mets. That's right. Uh huh. The Wilpons. He made seven fifty with the Mets. That was his high salary for one year. He had one year at five hundred, and then a, a year at three sixty. Give me a total. I don't have the total in front of me, but it's not. Don's right. It's it's it's. it's so it, the Patrick's going to have to help out. It's a few million total. It's gone. And let me guess, that's gone. Maybe two point six million. Probably around two point six, as Anthony reported earlier. Wow. Well, Patrick makes fifty million a year. Fifty million a year, yeah. you say? And yeah. I'm sure because the NFL has all of these ways to get players home to. They'll impress. take care of. Pat- you know, he calls the league and says, "I'm Patrick Mahomes' father. Can I get a ride home?" I think they take. They're going to go. No, sorry, we only. By the, it's only reserved for current players. I think you could call Taylor Swift. That's how far I think it could be. Tay-Tay could send a, send a car for him. Now, you know I've been firmly in Tay-Tay's corner. She had a rough night last night. We'll talk about that. Oh, you felt the same way I did? Yeah. yeah. You played yourself you, a, little, a little oh, too much. Oh, because I was going to say, my, my thought is, everything that I feel about her with the NFL and how I think people are wrong. That's what she's doing in music. I, I, think, I think at the Grammys, they'd be right. Looking for a super offer that? for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings sure. Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. And with DraftKings same-game parlays, everyone's got a shot at an even bigger win for Super Bowl 58. String together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at making your payday even sweeter. Mahomes and the Chiefs are underdogs again. Will they pull off the upset? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code 
Empire. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code Empire, E-M-P-I-R-E. The crown is yours. You must be 21 plus, physically present, in New York, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Well, when I'm getting ready for game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and of course my mug of Bigelow tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. Even when the game goes into extra innings, I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea. Join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. To Football Monday with the Michael K Show, presented by Infinity and Slowmans. That's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Hey, hockey is back from the All-Star break. Rangers host the Avs at the Garden with coverage following us right here on 98.7. The Islanders are in Toronto to take on the Maple Leafs with coverage starting at 6.30 on 1050. Please preset 1050 on your radio dial in the car. And the Nets welcome Steph and the Warriors to Brooklyn with tip-off at 7.30. That's game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original distilled, triple blended, or triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glass up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. I, 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 forgive me for doubting uh, I just want to see. Yeah, okay, that was correct. One eight hundred nine one nine three. I was checking the uh, 
a Golden State Brooklyn game because in the post today it said it's tomorrow, so it is tonight at seven thirty. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Very quickly on Tay Tay. Um, yeah, I watched the Grammys and I bowed out for thirty five minutes. I guess I missed the Joni Mitchell. Part. Oh, I, you missed the journey. Yeah, because I was watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. Hmm. Not the best Curb of all time. It was not. They, they will not be sending it to the... Uh, you know. Paley Center. Um, and you know how I love Larry, but that was not a great show. I, but, but first episodes of shows are can be tough. Right. I'm expecting a bounce back next week. But anyway, Taylor Swift, people are performing, and you know the, this was at the Crypto.com Center, a.k.a. Staples. That's right. And, you know, there's there's tables there with all the big stars, and then, you know, the seats are occupied by fans, and she's standing up every time somebody, like, is performing and dancing and mouthing the words. I know. Come on. Try too hard, bro. You tell her Swift. You've got 14 Grammys. But You've won four album of the years in a row. Nobody's ever done that in the history of music. No one. What are you doing, man? And I, then, I, I, I heard she did it later, Celine Dion makes a very rare public appearance. She ignored her on stage. Now, she hugged her later on afterward and thanked her and everything, but you, you could have addressed the fact. Wait, wait, like Celine gave the award? She gave the last award, Celine. And when she got it, she She's didn't... just hugging all of her friends and jumping up and down, and she just grabbed the award from Celine rather than... And, and then when she gave the thank you speech, she didn't say, what an honor... Like, the, 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 there was... um. SZA did it with Lizzo. SZA, yeah, she uh, she did it with Lizzo, and there was somebody else. I can't believe. Oh, oh Mariah Miley. Carey. Miley did it with Mariah. Yeah, I can't believe I got you stand next to me. I mean, that would have been a nice thing to do with Celine Dion, who's really going through some health issues. <sighs> okay, let me just be clear. I've I've been on a merry-go-round with this Taylor Swift thing. I'm a big Swifty. I'm not a big Swifty. You guys know I've said a lot of things, but then started to defend her recently because it seems like people have gone over the top with the hating on her at the football games. Maybe. And by the way, last night was not the first night she stood for an entire award show. It's basically all the award shows I've ever seen her at. Michael, maybe I can give her the benefit of the doubt. She's truly that exciting, excited and supportive of her fellow artists that she really feels the urge to like stand up and and sing. Someone has to tell you when you're she's going to be 35 soon. Right. You suck too much air out of the room to do that. Even for big stars, even for Billie Eilish or Miley Cyrus, mm-hmm. other big stars, when you stand up and you're singing, the camera goes to you. Right. Like, it, you just got to like... So everything that people, like you said before the break, everything people accuse her... At the football at games, the football, it's not true then. She's not doing anything. She's just watching a game. But here... Here she's screaming for attention. And I, and, and then, if, if I'm going to... Since we brought it up, and I'm complaining now... As, and I was really in the zone to like Taylor and kind of root for her last night. Then... You promote she, your album? The album promotion was so contrived and cringe. cringe. Yeah. She, like, it was like she... She planned it. So I have a secret that I've been keeping yeah, from so you, you think for two got, years. She's get, uh, once she said two years, I said, okay, she's not married to Travis Kelsey. Right. So that that, would, uh, but that was the first thing when she said, I have a secret. Well, that would have been something. Right. But, uh, you announced your... And then she goes, and I'm going to go backstage and tweet the cover right now. Right. It You're just, doing it. Just too a little much. Little it, was, it wasn't And also, can I, can, I, can I... Since we're really firing off Scud missiles, Trevor Noah? Trevor, Trevor, no, Trevor Noah? Don't get it. Don't get it. No. Listen. Screaming. Screaming at the top of his lungs well, the whole time. Why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? You got he, the job. John Sterling should always say when he announces scream, he goes, what are they yelling for? They got the job. I know. He, I don't. I've never been. I don't a, even find him that funny. Never. He's a very, he seems like a, like a super smart. Right. And like, 
you know, he's classy, handsome. he's handsome, all yeah. these different things. He's got a great story. Supposedly his story of his upbringing in South Africa is like an amazing story. He wrote a book. But like, I got to tell you, it doesn't work for me as a host. For, like, he had he had moments that are okay, but then the yelling just, and then, oh my God, the Ziggy Marley bit where they made like the cheesiest jokes about Jamaican accents about Bob Marley. Talk about cringe. I was but like- But Trevor, Trevor was better than Joe Coy. Well, that's a low bar. <laughs> but no, let's say something positive though. Okay. Um, Billy Joel looked great. Uh, but I got something negative to say about that. Oh, my. And I love not that Bill. song, by the way. Uh, by the way, I think the song's good. Song, song is excellent. He has a real song. Of course, it's a real song. It's not song. a throwaway. It's right. a really it's nice a song. Really I want to see him perform the song. It's a good song. So, but they build it up and they save him for the end. Do you really think like SZA and like uh, Monet? Uh, they're, they're Monet? Really, yeah, yeah. They're really locked into Billy Joel. I mean, half the crowd there, I mean, they can't well, you think they, they do it for the crowd Billy. or they do it for t- television? Well, I guess it's for television, but I mean, they well, also have them play out. You may be right. And the, the people are just like, they're, they're standing there talking. They're not even paying attention. Well, but I would even make the argument even more so if it's for the TV crowd. TV crowd who cares about Billy Joel is old. Right. Run that early. Right. They're sleeping at 11.30. If you want to keep people watching, just save Taylor Swift and all and Billy Eilish right. for later. Right. But um, I thought Joni Mitchell was fantastic. I thought Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs, that is his name, yep. they were wonderful together. Um Victoria Monet, who won for Best New Artist, is amazing. There was a lot, it was, what, what a what a terrible speech. Oh, what was her speech? Just went on and on and on. Self-aggrandizing nonsense. These people have no sense. They really don't. I didn't see her I didn't see her speech, but she Oh my uh, goodness. I, I took uh, if you've got a good like 3 minutes, listen, I mean it's just like insufferable. Insufferable. Did anybody have a speech you liked? I thought Miley Cyrus this was good. Both of her speeches were okay. Mm-hmm. She's a little rough around the edges. SZA by the way, Don, Jersey girl, had her big moment last night. Do you, do you know who she is? No. Never even heard of her. No, I, I, I start thinking is that is that the guy somebody from Wu Tang? I knew they I didn't knew. make the cut. But if you saw the letters, the S, if you saw the letters S Z A together, nothing, nothing. Isn't that funny? That must be an age thing too. Because well, why, why do I know it? Because you try. Well, a you try, try a bit. I took a knee last night and introduced my wife to the movie Night Shift. Which Henry the- Winkler. <laughs> And Michael, really Keaton. Michael Keaton. Prime Michael vehicle. Keaton. Prime yeah. Keaton. Yeah. And Shelley Long. And it's a, it, I, I think it's a classic. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. What year? 82. The, you know what the movie's about. No? They, they, the night they, they, they take over the night shift of a of a funeral home. Of uh, the morgue. Of the morgue. morgue. And they run a prostitution ring out. Right. It's hilarious. They become pimps. Oh, love brokers. It's a good movie. I, never I, I made the right it. decision. And then, like Michael Keaton is like this crazy guy, always coming up with different ideas, talking really, really fast. And like he has this little recorder that he would like um, feed tuna mayonnaise while they were alive. Cut out the middleman. I mean, stuff like yeah. that. Very classic yeah. Keaton. Oh, one last thing about the awards. Yeah. I mean, how how much of a moment is Lionel Richie having? Did he not look great when he came out? Yeah. I was like, he's having a... He doesn't look that old. No. I mean, he hasn't aged since We Are the World. He's having he's having a moment right now. one 800 Scott Manhattan. Scotty. Lionel. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's Listen, up? Uh, yo, I just wanted to speak about something last week before I get to my point. Don, in your defense, when they say about watching Frasier, right. my wife loves it. Every night she can watch that thing over and over and over again. And how many times I fought for it? For the television, thanks for Frazier. So, there are some people out there that really still can watch Frazier over and over. Well, you know? thank you. 
That's yeah. the real deal when it well, comes to Well, this is a reboot. Love. It was fresh. It was yeah. new, but it was yeah. still the same concept. But thank you for the defense. Yeah. But anyway, I was thinking about the LeBron thing and being a, 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 a Nick fan. I'm looking at it like this. My point is like this. The guy's 39 years old. And I look at it and say, well, well, we're going to have to give up to get him. You know, we're not going to have the same players there that's going to you know, get us over the top. And arguably, like I said, if you look at it, by the time we really get to where we need to go, even though we're playing well right now and he's a great player, guy's going to be 40, 41. So I just think right now I don't want to go back into that old thing of getting an older player, like I said, not comparing him to anybody else because the greatness that he has. Well, let me ask you a question, just, Scott. If you didn't know how old he is, how old do you think he'd be watching him play? No, no, he's he's playing like a like a like he's a, a young guy in the league, right? right. Yeah, exactly. But like I said, but you know that that can turn quickly. Yeah. So I'm just saying, right now, I'm just saying, as a Knicks fan, we're in the right direction. Nobody expects us to be where we are today. They they gave us a long term trail on where we're going to be at. So right now, just just don't do nothing off the cuff. Just stay where we are. Yeah, Keep but but uh, I, listen, I hear what you're saying, Scott. But this this expedites the process. You you can make it happen this year. They're that close. Yeah, you got to give something up. You might give up Julius Randle. You might give up a, a lot of the draft picks. You want to win now or not? You want to win now or not? Was he got You're saying it's like it's three. You know, we're three years away. You get LeBron, you accelerate the process. What'd you ask, Don? Uh, what does he have left in his contract? Oh, so how long would he be here if they traded for a couple of years? I think he signed a two-year extension, maybe, but with opt-outs. All right. Let's go to um, Ryan in the car. Ryan. Hey, guys. Uh, best show on the radio. You know that already. I uh, just wanted to chime in with the LeBron thing, too. It feels, you know, the difference obviously being free agency versus trade, but it feels very similar to me to the Brady situation. How could you turn down one of the greatest players in the sport ever? You can't. You're right, Ryan. You can't. You just can't. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. The only difference with the Brady well, situation is that you got him for free. You I mean, got he just got him for money. And also, that Tampa team was not winning a champion. Neither is this Nick team. I don't know. Why do we know that? Because I think that they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I'm not sure if they can win a championship. All right, maybe not this year. But why Why is it, you, yeah, you expedite it as you put it. But, you know, maybe they get close and then they can win it next year. It does, you, you kind of feel like you're selling your soul a little bit. Yeah, okay, I'm good. I'll sell my soul for him. I mean, Not just, my soul, personally. I, I get why you would. I, by the way, I, I, I could certainly make the argument for doing it. Let me. I, I was just defending the idea of the Knicks fan who doesn't want to do it, but I certainly, I could certainly defend doing it. Let's go LeBron to James. Joe in New Jersey. Joe. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Uh, Michael Belated, happy birthday, and Thank I hope you. you're all well. Thank you very much. Yep. Thank you. One quick thing, gentlemen, I thought of. If uh, LeBron James were to come to the New York Knicks, it would be like Reggie Jackson joining the Yankees in the 70s. They wouldn't win without him, and he'd get all the attention. Thank you so much. Well, it uh, doesn't matter who gets the attention. Thurman Munson got a ring. Roy, Roy White got a ring. Chris Chambliss got a ring. And Reggie soaked up the air. Okay, cool. So what? Yeah, baseball's different, though. I mean, I mean that's a team, that, even though they had gone a long time without winning, it wasn't that long. It was like 15 years. This is 50 years. And part of the charm of this team is that they're, they're such a team. And as great as Brunson is, there's a lot of other things that are working. It's such a fun, likable team. It instantaneously becomes LeBron's team. And so as, as much as Reggie had the Reggie bars and the straw that stir the drink, 
it's LeBron James and the Knicks. He becomes the face of this team. Like all the work was done by everybody else, and then he parachutes in, and then it becomes his team. You don't think that that's going to rub Nick fans the wrong way? First of all, you don't like the guy to begin with, and then all of a sudden, it's all about LeBron. You want a championship or not? <sighs> Doesn't matter how you get it. Well, sometimes it does, Michael. But if it was all, like I said earlier, if it was all homegrown people, I'd understand totally what you're saying. These are all people that were from other. Uh, Other Mitchell Robinson was drafted by them. I know. Who but, else? But it's still a team. Hartenstein is a free agent. Uh, Brunson was a free agent. Hart was a trade. DiVincenzo's a free agent. I mean, well, what are we doing? Julius Randle was a free agent. I don't know. It would bother me. I don't want you to be bothered. Football Mondays on 98.7 ESPN are brought to you by Slomans. Call 1-800-ALARM-ME to learn how you could have the Slomans Shield professionally installed free. Slomans, the difference is human now. Peter, when we come back, I had a moment on Saturday with a with a very big star. Really? A moment, yeah. A real star? A real star. On Saturday? Yeah. You excited about it? I'm excited to tell you. It's for me. Yeah. Interesting. I think you'll be impressed. Really? I don't get what happened, but it happened. I told Don, we don't get what happened. Can I, can I make sense of it? I hope you, well, I mean, you're going to be able to right away, whether you can see it or not. I know you're intrigued now. Very. Yeah, I don't know if you can, I don't, I, I can't make sense of it, but there, right. was, there was something there. Okay. Something there. I'll tell you next. Yeah, why don't you tell us about FanDuel first? Well, I will. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate, which is everybody, from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks. Now, you already know I'm a, I'm a big nacho guy. I'm a seven-layer dip guy. Natalie and I think we're going to host a few friends, make some wings. It's going to be a time. Um, but also, it's about what bets I'm going to make and what bets can you make with FanDuel. Here's a hint. Tons of them. All right? You cannot... You can do much more than betting who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but player props, who's going to score, when they're going to score, you know you can bet everything on FanDuel. So many different options, and new customers join today and get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. All right, just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem Call Eight seven seven eight open y or text open wide 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. All right, so Saturday, Jody took me out for my birthday. And I'm very, very hard to shop for. Because when I there's something I want, I just buy it. I don't wait for like a birthday or a holiday to get it. I just go out and get it if I want it. And there's not much I want. I'm a very simple man. So she tried to do something creative, and she she got me tickets to go with her to go see Laura Benanti's one woman show at the Mineta Mineta Theater down in Greenwich Village. So it was three nights only. We had the Saturday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And when she told me the gift, I said, "What do you? Why?" <laughs> and she said, "Well, you say you you like her." I said, "No, I think she's gorgeous. I, I don't quite like know her. I, I saw on that Matthew Perry show, right? But you don't know. You're not like, go on, right? But she's. I mean, she's very accomplished. She's incredibly talented, and she's a great singer. She's won a Tony Award. She's she's really unbelievable." 
And uh, Jody said, well, I'll, I'll try to sell the tickets. But then she went, looked into that, and the theater would not allow you to sell the tickets once you buy them. Yeah, it's like connected to your phone. Right. right. So I said, let's go. We'll, we'll make a night of it. Who cares? So we go there, and the seats are in the first row. It's a 400-seat th- theater. Very intimate. First row. Laura Benanti comes out. Oh, yeah. And I, I, she is the, the type of beauty that almost like takes your breath away. You can't believe that someone's that beautiful. Wow. She's really gorgeous. I believe you. And like the way she sings, oh, yeah. her comedy chops and all that, and the way she looks, you can't believe that she's not a superstar. And then you see some people that are superstars and you go, why? This woman, when you put all the pieces she's together, got it all. she's got it all. Why is she not a superstar? So we're sitting there, and I, I was joking with Jody. I said, "Are you gonna be upset if she, you know, she digs me and picks me out of the crowd?" Oh yeah. And Jody couldn't care less. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay Mike, that's gonna happen. Okay. All right. So we're sitting there. I told Don the story, so he's heard it. We're sitting there, and the first twenty minutes of the show, I'm thinking, she's definitely like looking right at me, like I'm about a, as far a double where this. The distance we are to each other. So Peter and I are about four feet away from it. So it was eight feet away. Looking right at you. I said, she's she's performing to me. Now, I didn't say anything to Jody, but Jody had to see it too. Right. And then I started to think, maybe it's just my ego. Because I think she's so incredibly beautiful that I think she's like looking at me. Right. Why would you think that? 25 minutes into the show. Here we go. She stops the show. She goes, I'm really, really sorry. She's talking to me. She goes, for the first 20 minutes... I looked at you and I said, Tom Hanks in the audience. And I'm thinking, this is my big break. Tom Hanks heard about the show last night. He came to see, he's going to offer me a big kind. She goes, and I'm, I'm in my head while I'm performing. I'm thinking, that's Tom Hanks. She goes, you're not Tom Hanks, right? I said, no, I'm sorry, I'm not. And then I pointed to Joe. I said, but this is Rita Wilson. I thought that was funny. And she she laughed and then she, she went back into a show. So my point is, and I said, have you ever looked at me and said, Tom Hanks? I mean, people have said Kiefer Sutherland, but Tom Hanks? Kurt Schilling. Do, I don't, you, know, you know what? We don't need that. We're going to go ahead and okay. fall back on but that the, one. I know, but, but, but yeah, we don't need that. It's like, Kurt Don, Schilling think, hates me. And Don, think about it. If I were to say to you, well, let, me not, let me not do an example. But, um, <laughs> Fred Flintstone, he wouldn't like that. Right, right. But, no, but that's not a thing. <laughs> now, <laughs> hold on. It, I thought where the story was going. Do you want? Do you want to ride just out the story's going? That we, that I left with her. No, had a throttle. You said you had a thing with a, a celebrity, right? And I, I might be able to make it. I thought where the story was going was you were such an egomaniac, and then you realized Tom Hanks was sitting behind you, right? And she was talking to Tom Hanks. No, she was talking to me. It really was you. Yeah, and she. Th- well, I don't I, get it. I, well, I have very unfortunate news. What? S- someone needs to get a doctor. Yeah, she and, needs and an exam. Someone needs to send someone down. Because I don't look like Tom Hanks, nothing. right? There's nothing. Now, there was a very... And that's not even an insult to like to anyone. It's just, you're not... No. Th- there was a very elegant woman sitting next to me. Beautiful. Lynn Redgrave. Beautiful woman with her husband. The show ends. And it's get, she, goes, she turns to me and goes, I know you're not Tom Hanks. You're Michael Kay. I watch your show every day. Now we don't know who's. We really have no idea who's watching or listening. I would. I would not look at this person and go, "She's in our wheelhouse." As we, you know, we play the Woodja game, but she it's watches her. every day. And she goes, "Well, here's the weird part. My husband has the same birthday as Tom Hanks." Full circle. 
Hmm. That part's not that weird. But um, <clears throat> wow. the only thing our audience has in common is no meter. <laughs> I, I can't believe she thought you were Tom Hanks. But I just love the fact she was staring at me for 20 minutes. I mean, you can't be That's more odd. beautiful than this woman. But there, well, it worked out for you. But there's nothing. No offense. I mean, it's Tom Hanks is a completely different human being than you. I mean, it's hard. I have to go look what he looks like right now. Like, that is true. I saw a picture of him posted. He doesn't look day. like me now yeah. or ever. No, now all, the only thing that makes him look different now Shorter is that his hair. hair his hair is shorter, thinner, and grayer. But other than that, he still looks right. like Tom Hanks. Well, not I, like you. I don't look like Tom Hanks. And I didn't have glasses on watching the show. I feel like he's a much smaller guy than you, too. No, he's a big guy. He's he is? To, yeah, he's pretty he's tall, tall guy. But he's like thin. He's like a little like... He well, looks I'm, a little, I'm a waif. I was, uh, what, else, what other celebrities? That uh, Lester Patrick of yeah, the Rangers. You look at Lester Patrick, who played for the it, Rangers in like the 20s. It is really, it's really like, it's like I, Punch I'm, it up, Peter. Uh, it's like I'm that person. And really? Like I came back and I'm a ghost. The hockey player. Yeah, like you, if he you came, take a look, yeah. it's unbelievable. If he came Everybody back, out there, Google Lester Patrick and you think that's me 100 years ago. Not in this one big picture, but you got a yeah, guy. yeah. There's, I mean, it's pretty similar, right here. I mean, it's no, not. There, there's a picture that it's almost identical. It's just a, a headshot of him. This one? No, that's uh, not it. I will listen. Is it Lester Patrick or somebody? Yes, you got. You don't right. look that much like Lester Patrick. This is not the one, Don. This guy's an older gentleman. Well, Lynn Patrick. Lynn Patrick. Sorry, Lynn Patrick. Patrick. Right. Oh, right. Yeah, Lester Let, Patrick. Was, How do you spell Lynn? L-Y-N-N. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're right. Lynn Patrick. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Am I right? No, yeah. that's that's now that's weird. Yeah, That's, that's me. Yeah. He, not, it's not a great compliment. Now, she looked down at me. She goes, I'm sorry. Sorry. I thought you were Lynn, <laughs> Lynn Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> it disturbed me because he's been dead 35 years. I thought you were the dead hockey player. <laughs> yeah, when did he pass? It was a long time ago. You can, Don, I can tell by the picture this guy's been gone for a long time. Wow. But, I mean, in, in fairness to Miss Benante, the show was unbelievable. You enjoyed the show. I loved it. Where did you have dinner? Oh, I, 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 the place was Villa Mosconi, an Italian joint. I walked in. So we we walked like three blocks from the, the parking lot. Sure. And I, I, I'm sorry, everybody. I had to pee so bad. I thought I was going to go in my pants. Okay. So I walked in, and the guy, the, the, the guy I guess he's the owner, he, oh, my, and I just ran to the bathroom. So he must have thought I was a complete jerk, but I came back out. He said every afternoon, he goes, we all stand around the bar and watch your show. So we no way. way. Yeah. Every every afternoon, she go, he goes, I can't believe you're in this restaurant. No way. Yeah. Where, what was the place called? Villa Moscone. And it was delicious? It was delicious. What do you get? What do you think? Chicken parm. Chicken parm, of course. What, jo- what Jody? Jody, uh, she had some kind of artichoke thing, which she loved, and then some kind of pasta. It, we had a caprese salad. It was look it at was you. Excellent. What a birthday! It you was had. a great birthday. Wow, good for you. But it shows you the difference between, you know, Jody now and like Jody when she was younger. Because the the, the Benante show was from seven to eight thirty. So I mean, we're in Greenwich Village. Is every we could go to the Comedy Cellar. There's all these great bars, and we're walking past. I said, "You want to go out?" No, I'm good. She was so exhausted. What time was dinner? We early five, oh, she, she yeah. had five thirty dinner five thirty right. dinner. seven o'clock. Well, show. that's gonna make you tired. And then she, but then she said, "I said, I'm ready to roll till two. Well, no, but it was your birthday. I'm sure she would have rolled with you. No, but I, I never want to push her because she 
she does so much with the kids. You would have hit the scene. You would've. I would have hit the scene, especially because I knew Laura Benante might be out there lurking. Right, and maybe up for a... And, and by the way, the way it seems with Jody, she wouldn't even care. She wouldn't care. She wouldn't blink. She, yeah, do, do your thing. I'll take an she, Uber home. Exactly. <laughs> Lynn passed away in 1980, by the way. Oh, so he's not, he's not totally, like, disintegrated. He's been, I don't. He's I don't been, know how he's been long dead for forty four well, years. If you're embalmed the right way, you're still you're still around. There's Lynn Patrick on TV. Look me and a that hockey is jersey. so you. It's so weird. It's little tiny lips and mouth. The the bags under the eyes. Yeah. It's me. Strange. The, the power alley hairline. He really is you. He is me. Yeah. That must get you a lot of ladies. <laughs> I, yeah, look maybe ju- in, I look just like well, the great maybe in Patrick. Canada. Like, Anthony, like can you do me? Um, this is really re- because she she in the show she says she lives in Jersey. I think you should try to get Laura on. Just let's pick apart. You know, what do you see, Tom Hanks in me? That is bizarre. Hanks. It is bizarre, Tom Hanks. And I, I knew she was performing to me. And so you weren't wrong about that part. At least. No, I knew. I, I still have that. No, you know when a I haven't lost it completely. You know when a woman's performing for you. She was performing for me. Hello. Or to me. I wouldn't say for me. Hmm. And not with Depends. you. Depends. Well, she was great. The show was great. She's beyond beautiful. We know how you feel about her at this point. She's yes. 44 years old, and it's about as, I mean, as good looking a woman as you could have. My wife and her. In That's that it. Place. Oh, yeah. it just happened to be that you were. they were both there at the same time. And the, and the woman sitting next to us. Are wow. you this comfortable Let's telling uh, Natalie how attracted you are yeah, to because, other women? Because Natalie's still, you know, it's new. Jody's seen and done everything with me. I mean, it's over. She, she has no. I don't know. Like you with Natalie, you you with Nancy. She has, no. I don't think Don's done with you. I don't think Don would go this far. No, but I wouldn't go that far. But you know, she's done with you. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't. You know, still have some respect for. Oh the my sanctity God! Of you showing well, disrespect. The sanctity of marriage. I would never act on it. Oh I know, but this. But, but I'm just saying that if something did occur, I don't think Jody would care. Right. But say, I'm good. But you went on and on about her. Right. To the point where she thought it'd be good to get tickets, thinking that you were in, you liked her work. Right, and I it was told really her just no, about I, the way she looks. She's gorgeous. Although she was very good in the Matthew Perry show. The get, get go on, on get go on. on, yeah, go on. That was good. It was canceled in one season, but it was good. Hey, listen, it's uh, Laura. It's Michael K, but yeah. not Tom Hanks. Hello. But when it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference. And let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit LegendsLimousine.com and use the code ESPN10 to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.